Blog Talk Radio. Your truth. <laughs> Amen. I didn't hear the intro, did you? I didn't either, but that's okay. Hey. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it. Well, but, we can uh, go ahead with the uh, uh, with our po- uh, podcast. That's right. That's absolutely so I right. I just want to go ahead and say good evening to all and welcome to everyone and thank everyone for joining us for yet another nice conversation on Life's Uncertain Journey Blog Talk Radio broadcast. And as always, we look to engage in real talk about real times from a biblical perspective. And as you will probably know, I'm Alicia Locks, your co-host for um, our weekly broadcast. And I'd also like to welcome the founder and host and my girl of the Life Uncertain Journey broadcast, Nadine Davis. Hey, Nadine. Hey, Alicia. Thanks so much, baby, for that warm welcome. And thanks to all of you who are listening tonight. Uh, via Blog Talk Radio, as well as all of our friends that are watching us on Facebook. Please mm-hmm. feel free to uh, share and post and all those other kind of things they do. Uh, if you if you like, not required. But um, we all we're always about uh, taking op- taking advantage of the opportunity to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the more of our friends that are willing to share the word with uh then, you know, that means it goes just that much further. Amen. Yes. But um last week we launched a new discussion topic, uh the dangers of mixing tradition with truth. And so we're continuing that conversation tonight. Um because we want to know what's what's God's will regarding this particular issue. And I say that because of the season that we're in. And so that we don't get it mixed up. It is so easy to get things mixed up. And uh, we don't want to do that. It's just too late in the game. And so um, there's always an answer, and it's writing God's word. So that's where we wind up going. Always we desire to, uh, uh, we desire that you all would uh, inspire you to be real and to have real honest conversations. Uh, about the possible outcomes of what's happening in our world today and and how we should respond. Exactly. Uh, We would like to let those, um, let you know who's watching live from um, Life and Certain Journey Facebook, but please feel free to post your responses, questions, comments, all of that. I'll be peeking to the side and and connecting with you and um, sharing your uh, input and your inquiries or your, you know, comments by um, by you know through your comments on there, so feel free if you're not calling in, just use our chat there and stay in contact with us. Engage, we definitely um, encourage it. And if you'd like to actually join the conversation, that number is nine two nine four seven seven three four two seven, and you can be a part of the live conversation if you want to um, you know engage with us live. Amen. Amen. Um, because of the times in which we are living, um, we must ensure that we are not tricked or deceived about what's going on around us. You know, the scripture tells us that in our days, in the last days, which is what we're in, we're not in the first age. We're not in the middle ages. We're in the last age. Uh, 
And so that being said, Scripture lets us know that there would be uh, deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons being uh, prevalent in our day. And so um, Mm -hmm. I know for me, myself, personally, I'm always, you know, praying and asking the Lord, you know, to help me not to be deceived. I don't want to be, I mean, it's enough stuff going on in the world today that I really don't want to be fooled about things concerning him. Okay. Uh, All this other stuff, I'm not too worried about it, but um, at 71 years of age, I want to be at a place of peace between me and the father, confident that, that I'm following in the way that he's set before me and not being tricked by some devil. Right. So, um, if we're going to be able to navigate uh, the issues and the circumstances that face us today, we simply must look to God's word. There's just no other way. Um, I shared last week that uh, it's written in Psalms 119.24. It says that your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. What David was saying to the Lord, well, when I need answers, I go to your word for counsel. And that's what we're encouraging you all to get in the habit of doing, especially at this hour. Go to God's word for the answer. Before you call me, before you call anybody, go to the word. And if you don't understand it, if you don't hear it, you know, you can't get it, you don't understand what's saying, then call someone. But the Bible tells us don't put your trust in the arm of flesh, and I mean even Christian flesh. You You don't put your trust there. You can always go to the word of God and know that you'll get the answers that you need. That's what I've been living off all my days. And, 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 and if I could add to that, yeah. even with your um, um, conversation just now, your comment of, you know, don't want to be tricked and that kind of, that's how you, you're not tricked. You go to the word. Amen, Alicia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's how. So no need to worry. No need to, to fuss about it or, you know, get too, too you know, panicky about am I being tricked or, you know, what is God saying? This is what we know. We know that his word is true and unchanging, Come okay? We know that he cares about us, yes. okay? Yes. We know that he's not trying to trick us. Right. And so he knows our heart. He knows us better than we know ourselves, right? And so if we go to his word and our heart is really trying to get what he's trying to say, is he going to hold any good things from us? And he Come on, now. you preaching now, girl. I'm just saying. Say it. Say it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm reminding you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's going to tell you what you need to know. Yeah. So earnestly seek him. Earnestly yeah. seek him. Put all else aside and go yeah. to him with your greatest concern, your yeah. biggest yeah. fear, and lay it at his feet and be good. You know your heart. So if there's anything that's hindering his response to you, get rid of it. Give it to him so he can come in and he can take care of you. Let him take care of you. So that way we're not concerned about the trick of the enemy because he already told us that we have power over that. We've already had the victory over that. So since that's done, let it go and rest. Amen. Hallelujah, sister. You said a word that time. Sorry. I I I prayed that people's ears were attentive to hear uh, that uh, revelation that God sent forth out of, out of Alicia's mouth tonight, because that's the truth. Amen. Uh, and God, Desiree says, and to be patient while seeking his response to you. Come on now, Desiree. Yeah. He said, 
expectation. And what that means is, if you don't get it right now, you still have faith and know that he ain't going nowhere. Come still on, with now. Come on. Wait on it. That's Wait in him. Yes. yes. Wait in him. He's there. He's he ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Trust him. Yes. And, and you can take that to the bank. That's the God that we serve. Amen. Okay? And so it's not saying that you won't, you know, face, uh, you know, a few things. That's right. Yeah. But listen, don't let it knock you out the box. Because your God is sovereign over all things. Mm-hmm. And what I always say, Nadine, mm-hmm. in the end, we what? We win. We win. <laughs> we got the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May not see it, but it's there. Amen. Amen. And uh, and we really thank God we that uh, Life's Uncertain Journey, we, you know, uh, our desire is is to guide leading people to to God to God's word because that's where the answers are. So we get our answers from, and that's mm-hmm. where we're asking you to get your answers from. Amen. So uh, we thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the God, the Word of God, as I just said, always has been and always will be the most credible source of information that we'll ever come across. Yeah. And just like we said before, go to that first and mm-hmm. foremost. Because it's unchanging and it's real. Amen. And it should not be secondary to our girlfriend, to that naysayer thought, to to our husband, to nobody. It's first. It's first. It's first. Now, like Nadine said, you can go and confirm it Mm -hmm. with someone else if you want to talk about it, you know, because we are are interdependent children of God. Yes, yes, we are. And he wants us to, he said, carry each other's burden. Yeah. He says, a wise man seeks much counsel, all of that. But while you're doing that, you better have a foundation in him so you can know that when it's not him. Because sometimes, even when you go to someone you trust, that ain't what God has for you, what they say. And they, they might be a little off or led by something else. No no uh, on-purpose kind of thing. Right. 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 But maybe right. they're experiencing something, and they're coming from that perspective That's and right. not, you know, uh, uh, exactly what God would have for you at that time. That's so right. you better be grounded in him first. Amen. And God got me right there tonight. So. All right. <laughs> So, Nadine and I have had the privilege and the pleasure of proclaiming God's true word all across the United States, as well as several foreign countries. And it's brought through this broadcast, and it's been the means of telling the world about Jesus Christ, my Savior, our Lord and Savior. The Lord has provided this open door to Nadine several years ago, and I'm so happy that she asked me to join in in this work with her because it has given me the opportunity to join a network of witnesses that are proclaiming the gospel right right now. now. And it has grown me up as well. Yes, yes. So when we're blessed, we're blessed. Uh, uh, Not saying nothing. Mm. The preaching the gospel. That's what I'm talking about. Come on now. That's all the Lord asked. He said, all I need is a, a willing vessel, and I'll take mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. So we stretch our hands out, say, send me, Lord, I yes, will go, go, and just let him take you. Amen. Amen. And that's how I was when, you know, going live on Facebook, you know, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I was weary about that. I just, you know, didn't want to do it, you know. But you know what? Um, God has proven himself faithful. You know, I can have all the, you know, idiosyncrasies in the world, but that don't matter to God. That's all right. he wants 
all he wants is somebody to say, like Alicia said, Lord, I'll go. And you don't know where you're going. You don't even know what to do when you get there. But that's okay. Nope. But God what you know is he's with you. That's all right. way, even to the end of time. That's right. Amen. That's what we know. So, um, so I'm happy, um, Alicia, that you said yes to the Lord because you brought mm-hmm. such balance and clarity to our conversations. And I really thank God for you. Um, you know, you know, I come from the old school, and so I talk from there. But you know, you are able to take and make clear, uh, you know, to you know, to this generation, things that they can this palatable for them. And I really thank God for that. Amen. So, um, Jesus says in His Word that um, we've got to work while it's still day, because night coming in after when night comes, we won't be able to work. So mm-hmm. by God's grace and His power, as long as we have the light. We will continue to do this work unless he has some other assignment for us. This is what we're going to continue to do by his grace. Amen. Amen. So as you know, this is a live and interactive Christian broadcast, and that was by God's design. Did you know the scriptures say that out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, let every word be established? That's right. And that's what happens when we have dialogue through this interactive broadcast. It's not just what I say or what Nadine says, but what others get to join in the conversation, lending their wisdom, their revelation, their Holy Spirit prompting, and that kind of thing, to let God's word permeate through all of us and let all of us hear it from different sources and perspectives so Mm -hmm. we all grow together. That's right. Now, our heart's desire is to get people talking, y'all. We want to hear from you and willingly sharing their testimonies to those who may be listening and to us. Um, We're not to be ashamed of the gospel. We're not to let the enemy close our mouths and tap on our shoulders and tell us not to say it and be quiet and tell us that they're going to think you silly or they're going to disagree or none of that negative stuff. This is a safe, transparent, non-judgmental place where we can come together, fellowship, and grow in Christ. Amen. That's what this is about. That's what it um, is. We're, we're, we're called to proclaim it. This venue is all of that to be accomplished. And God's mm-hmm. Holy Spirit resides in each and every one of his children, and we're his children. So there should be no chorus of testimony shared on the broadcast. I, I mean, they, I mean, there should be. that shared here um, that brings uh, encouragement, uplifting, hope, to everybody listening. Yes. And so with that being said, if anyone has a word, a revelation, an encouragement, please feel free to share it. Mm-hmm. Don't feel, don't, don't, you know, you got a choice. Ooh, I'm, and a thought might come. What they going to think? Throw it away, say it anyway. And that's the thing about it, because if you had the thought, somebody else probably had it too. That's right. And so we're here to talk about it, not to judge it. We're just here to, to, to make it clear. Let God use us together. We're family. We're family. And um, so please feel free to share it and share any questions, comments that you may have as well, because it's only going to serve for God's purpose. And if it's some confusion, then this is the time to get clarification. That's right. That's right. This is the time. This is the time. And like I said before, you, you, know, you don't know who's listening. Right. Okay. You just see me and Alicia up here, and you, you know, you know that you're on the line, but you have no idea that there are people from all around the world, all across America, that are listening, and God may have deposited a word in you for them. That's right. You know, so we don't want you to be inhibited. You have the Holy Spirit. You're a child of God. 
Mm-hmm. So please don't don't hold back anything. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, in one of those upfront ministries. You know, mm-hmm. you know where you either preaching or healing or whatever things like that. But listen, Paul said, guess what? If you wanna want to do something in the kingdom, cover this gift, prophecy. And I'm not talking about the foretelling of, of things and, you know, that uh-huh. kind of, that's not the prophecy I'm talking about. I'm talking about proclaiming God's truth. Amen. You know, giving a word that will encourage, uplift, and edify people. That's what prophecy is about. Mm-hmm. It's not about telling people their business. No, mm-hmm. it's about proclaiming the word of truth because mm-hmm. that's what's going to help people. And so be encouraged to do that. This is a uh, open venue. There's no, you know, no condemnation or any of those other kind of things. And like Lisha and I always said, we don't know everything, thank God. But we're, the, the reason we have this open forum is for those other gifts can, that can be uh, used for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And remember, Revelation twelve eleven says that we overcome <laughs> him, and the him is Satan. That's right. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of his testimony. Of our, our testimony. testimony. Absolutely. Thanks, sweetheart. And mm-hmm. the point of it is, is that Jesus did his part. Now, let's do ours. Mm-hmm. Let us not be ashamed to share of the goodness and the glory of our God. And, and, they did. and that, Desiree says for her, she knows that his testimony, she is his testimony today because 26 years ago, she was content on on being a junkie and practicing sinner. And she, didn't know, she don't, didn't know him, and um, she know of him now. And she says that oh, she yeah. has to ask God, who can she talk to that's walking with him? Come on. Amen, Desiree. Amen, Desiree. God bless you, darling. Yes, indeed. You see, there is evidence mm-hmm. of what God can do in people's lives. You know, that's, that's Desiree's testimony, that's Alicia's testimony, my testimony, and, and there's, there's those that don't know that. I remember there was a day, in my, uh, there was a time in my life when I did not know that. And yeah. so I had to suffer in ignorance because of what I didn't know. I didn't believe that there was a God, and I didn't believe that he even cared about me. Mm-hmm. So all those, the pain and the, the guilt, the shame, and all those things that wrapped my life, I mean, they knocked me upside my head. Even so much that the, I was hearing voices telling me to go ahead and kill myself because didn't nobody care about me. Mm-hmm. I had two children. But that voice was louder than the need of my children for me. And it happens, you know, I wasn't alone. There's so many of us that don't talk about it, maybe. But we know we went through that. God brought us out. Yes, what right. is the evidence that God can bring you out? Right, Desiree? <laughs> Amen. Amen, Desiree. So um, <laughs> we're going to do our part. We're going to provide the testimony. When yes. we come on this broadcast, we, you know, if, if God has done something awesome in your life, tell it. The yes, devil right. don't like it. I'll say it oftentimes. It's kryptonite to him. Mm-hmm. He all these people talk saying these good things and powerful things about God, because he mm-hmm. wants people to believe that God don't love them or don't give a hoot about them. But we got the evidence that He does. Amen. So, uh, we want to share our testimonies and revelations of God's divine power and working in our lives, in order to provide evidence that God is real. 
Amen. Amen, and that he loves us. Yes, and that he so, loves us. You know, we um, every week we start, I open our prayer with um, John, uh, Nadine's husband, John. And um, John, are you there to open us up in prayer? Cover us in prayer? John. <laughs> can you hear me? Now we can, yeah. yes. Okay. I was enjoying the word like you ladies were talking. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about when you were talking about the testimonies. Well, like you ladies, I also have a testimony that uh, God brought me to, you know. And so, like, uh, when you're in that world, like, uh, that that, um, uh, that that demon world, uh, world uh, worldliness, uh, you don't accept God as who he is. Even when you know him, you still don't accept him. It's like the disciples knew Jesus. But when they're on the boat, going across the thing, they, they, they doubt it. You know, Lord, wake up, help us. You know, and, and God was with them, you know. So, uh, and, and even when we know him, we still mess up. I mean, it's one of those things. Even like tonight, I, I yelled at my wife, you know. It's not good to do that, but we're flesh. We're flesh and blood. And over the airways, yes, for the men who don't know, I apologize to you, wife. You know, to let people I, know that that's what we do. Before apology. we... Wait, wait, wait. Before we go to the Lord, don't make me come down there, John. I have no <laughs> sense. <laughs> you, you know, but we we have to be honest and transparent for, uh, to help other people along, Amen. because Amen. people Amen. look at us because we're walking with the Lord that we don't make mistakes, but we do. We we all are short, and that's why He forgave our sins. But the Word it says, "Forgive us of our trespasses," and we ask Him to forgive. Us, uh, our trust back to God, well, we don't want to ask the other person. But Lord says go to the person right. first before we go to him. So uh, it's a pleasure to know the word and then become doers of the word. That makes me feel good. You know, I thank you, wife, very much for, for giving me. And, and I, know, I know you will come, Lish, so the, uh, COVID-19 won't stop me. <laughs> so so let, me, let me say thank you to the Lord for having a sister that loved my wife that way and me that way and my brother. And I just ask the Lord, continue to bless us, Lord. Continue to put people in our people's lives, there, Lord, to encourage one another. That, that's what you do. You, you're the light, Lord. Amen. You pass that light on to us, and now we're the light of the world. I thank you, dear Father, for allowing me to be transparent, Lord. But one time I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't, wouldn't do it, wouldn't care, and, and, and stick to my guns. But your word says all things work together for us who are in Christ Jesus. And that's what thank we got you, to depend Amen. on. You know, we we got to always depend on that he's in control, not us of being in control of yep. nothing. You know, the word so we can't add one grain of hair to our head. So when we go to sin, I, 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 no prize involved. So, Father in heaven, thank you for allowing me to recognize that, Lord, thank and you, Lord. that sin, and that you would help me, dear Father heaven, as you help other brothers brother and sisters, Lord, to repent of our sins and humble ourselves, because nobody knows the day you're coming to. Nobody knows the day you're going to crack the sky, because the signs are here. The signs are here, Lord. And we, the person we built or not, uh, we don't know when they're going to be rebuilt. We do know that when we die, we want to hear these words, welcome home, my good and faithful servant. Job good faithful well servant. So, Father, I thank you very much for this time. I see the God of the airways, you, our sisters who are speaking, God of their hearts and their minds, and you, you get the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Brother John, for that. Um, I just want to remind our listeners that John and Nadine oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship. It's a 501c3 charitable nonprofit that proclaims the gospel of Jesus Christ and makes disciples. 
and their ministry website, if you'd like to visit, is www.charlottechristianfellowship.org. And Nadine's also an author of Life's Uncertain Journey, One Woman Battle for Her Sanity, Her Marriage, and Her Family. And that book is available on Amazon.com and in Barnes & Noble. Uh, she's also the founder of the Women Who Overcome Ministry, which is also an outreach of Charlotte Christian Fellowship. And this outreach conducts yearly um, conference, equipping conferences for women, and as well as conducts discipleship coaching to women through the Disciple Me study series. Now, Disciple Me is a three-part one-on-one discipleship journey for women who desire to develop a deeper faith and want to grow spiritually as they follow Jesus. If you have never been discipled, or if you would just like to reignite your passion for your first love, Jesus Christ, please email Nadine at the woman who overcome the women with an E who overcome at gmail.com, or you can give her a call at 704-422-4949. That's the women who overcome at gmail.com, and the number is 704-422-4949. Yeah, thanks, Felicia. Um, I also want to uh, invite those of you uh, who are listening and who may not know that uh, my husband um, is um, on Christian Fellowship, has a weekly broadcast also on um, on Wednesdays, but Starting next week, starting next week, um, the both of us, my husband and I, are going to uh, do a Thursday broadcast called New Beginnings. So we will be together, and uh, we would love to have you join us as we launch our first Thursday broadcast. Um, there's been there's some new developments and things that are taking place in the ministry, and so. We're just trying to uh, follow the leading of the Lord as to how best to uh, deal with with all the things that we know God has put on our hearts to do, you know, but without you know um, you know causing too much uh, uh, problems to the infrastructure. So uh, we're going to do that. We're going to uh, you know in our broadcast, some of our conversations will be centered around relationships and marriage. Maybe we can even get Locke and Lish on a couple of times to, you know, help talk about some relational issues, things that are facing marriages today, um, because um, for years they have been our accountability partners in our mm-hmm. relationship. And so um, it's been uh, uh, a wonderful uh, exchange and opportunity where you don't have to stay stuck because there's some situations that you find yourself stuck in. You can't get out. Well, as believers, we know that God's going to see us through it, but it's always good to have somebody walk alongside you who can kind of uh, be some extra ears and uh, extra hearts for you. Is so, that going to be at 7 also, Nadine? Uh-huh. 7 p.m. also? Mm-hmm. Okay, That'll sure. Be on yeah, because Bye. before uh, when my husband and I were in Washington, D.C., uh, we had started a, mar- uh, a ministry called Marriage His Way. And basically what we would do is come alongside couples that were struggling in their relationships and uh, help, you know, help them through some struggles. And uh, God used that and blessed that in many ways. So um, 
you know, he just may reignite that uh, that call that, that he had on us. We don't know. But anyway, we'll be available for God to use however way he chooses. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, uh, tomorrow will be our last uh, Wednesday broadcast. And if you want to join that broadcast, it's on it's on our Block Talk Radio, six five seven three eight three one six two four six five seven three eight three one six two four. You dial that number if you want to join the broadcast, and that's going to be every. Uh, and then the following week, we start our Thursdays at seven o'clock. We will let you know next week again. Will that be the same number on Thursdays? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, tonight, as Nadine mentioned earlier, we're going to continue the conversation that we began last week on the dangers mixing tradition with truth. And that was a really in-depth and uh, thought-provoking conversation, especially the fact that Jesus did not agree with those of his day who had no qualms about mixing tradition and truth. And so we are still asking the Lord's help regarding this topic because in light of all that's happening, so many people are dying and suffering, and we want to ensure that we're positioned for God's favor. And none of us wants to think that we are not pleasing him because we are, you know, that's what we're created for, really. Mm-hmm. Um, even worse, that we're, we're walking in disobedience to his revealed will. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. So we want to walk in agreement with him and his word, right? Mm-hmm. His will and his word. We want to be right there in step with that. So, okay, while Nadine is turning on the mic, I'd like to say that if you are a new listener or new to the Facebook Live page, thanks for joining us, and we hope you'll come back again. Um, we hope you enjoy the visit and um, will chat with us this evening. Um, To those watching us on Facebook, if you want to join, remember, you need to dial our live on-air broadcast number, Mm -hmm. and that's 929-477-3427, and that way you can be heard and interact um, live. Um, And feel free to um, like and share the page, and if you don't join, I am uh, watching the Facebook live, and Mm -hmm. I'll try to, you know, make every effort to respond to your post there, so... Either way you shake it, get involved, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Our mics are on, so remember, y'all, mute when you're not talking, unmute when you um, want to say something, and then mute again just to keep the background noise down and so that, you know, we won't miss a thing. <laughs> okay? Amen. Amen. All right. So um, last week we got into this conversation about tradition, and I think, um, I don't remember who it was, but they gave a definition to what uh, tradition was, and I'm just going to um, reiterate that. I looked it up in um, Webster's Dictionary, mm-hmm. and it says that uh, tradition is the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation or the fact of being passed on in that way. It's a doctrine believed to have divine authority, though not in the scriptures. Mm. That's what Weston says then. It says that it is an inherited, established, or customary pattern of thought, action, or behavior, such as a religious practice or a special 
custom, a belief, or story, or a body of belief stories relating to the past that are commonly accepted as historical, though not verifiable. Now, <laughs> now I don't know what what y'all think about that. Some of them terms are questionable, you ask me, when you're talking about traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, believed to have divine authority, though not in the scriptures, and accepted as historical, though not verifiable, Oh no. So um so let's begin our conversation again tonight and I'm gonna start with a couple of questions. So please feel free to participate. Uh you don't have to give your name, but lend uh lend your voice to the conversation tonight, ladies. Let's talk this out. My first question is this as a follower of Jesus Christ, what do you think about religious traditions that are not in scripture nor verifiable. What do you think about that? Mics are on and I'm watching the page. Anybody? Anyone? Popped in my mind. Tradition. So, like we said last week, they're not bad in and of themselves. That's right. They're not. So nobody's knocking. Some of them are not. Yeah. Some of them are. Some of them are. That's right. All of them. It's not like throw any all tradition out. That's right. That's right. No, you could have a family tradition of meeting over someone's house for um for for a holiday uh, or for a birthday or something you do for your mother's birthday every year or for you know the tradition that somebody cooks something and, you know, all kinds of uh, a yearly uh, family reunion, you know, things like that, that are, that are um, fellowshipping, not hurting anyone or so we think most of the time, right? We just got to make sure that, about that part, that they don't go against right. the principles of God. Mm-hmm. And so when we say tradition, the first thing I thought about, well, um, what kind of traditions? Because Without uh, Cheryl said, can you give an example? I think I just gave a few. Um, let me know, Cheryl, if they if those what I just said helps. Um, but of course, we got all kinds of you know traditions: Christmas, Valentine's Day, uh, all kinds of holidays that people have traditions around and things we do. And so, and, and you know, Nadine, this might be another. No, I think it's it's it's. Um, Relevant. Are there traditions in the Bible? There okay. are, but I want to I want to focus on this question and don't get too far from it. And okay. that is, uh, uh, what we think about religious traditions that are not in, in the Scripture, like Christmas. Let's start there. Okay, it's 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 not a recognized in. Uh, day as far as scripture is concerned okay however the the things that it that comes comes out of it not not all of the things but i'm talking about from a perspective of christianity you know 
about, you know, Jesus coming to redeem us for our sins, remembering those things that, that bring us life, that bring us joy. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's, you know, that goes without question. But like the topic says, the trouble we get into is when we mix truth tradition. Okay. So is it fair, Nadine, to say that what to go deeper or in a little more explanation of the question, um, when we mix in truth with tradition, when and you say let's start with Christmas, it's a lot of tradition. Mm-hmm. that I'm even going to put the word on it, worldly tradition around the Christmas holiday that we can't find anywhere in Scripture. That's and right. a lot of times we don't know why we do it. Right. It's been handed down like the definition said, mm-hmm. and it, you know, and we don't know the origin of it. Mm-hmm. It's just a tradition that our family always do yeah. or has done. And so we do it because it's what we always do. Because it's what we always do. We were born into this this tradition. It, it was going on long before we even got on the planet. You see, just like the explanation they gave. However, um, getting the thing, the um, definition that was given for a tradition that it was that many of them are not based on scripture and that many of them are not even verifiable, you know, causes you to want to inquire. You know, well, where did it come so, from and why? You know, what what's the purpose of it? And so, uh, and, and I, I had started a tradition in my family, okay, when I was young and uh, my kids became adults, ingrained in me, and, I, you know, I'm not going to say it came from God, but it was something that I wanted to do. I wanted to be at the birth of every one of my grandkids, okay? Mm-hmm. That was my tradition, and I didn't miss one of them. Like all left, you know. I've been at their uh, at their when they were born, of mine. Uh, so the the point that I'm making is that was my tradition. That's something that I did. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing nothing in the Bible about it or anything like that. But it wasn't something that was detrimental to my family either. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. because we got to pray pray them on over to the kingdom right while they just was coming into this world. But um, just if we stick with the topic of understanding that we don't get it mixed up, that we don't infer that something, that a tradition is something that is backed by Scripture or that is from, 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 that's divine because it affects people's psyche. Because if, if, you, if you teach me Christmas is a biblical thing, then, you know, I'm going to consider that to be the truth if I don't know any different. Okay, so Desiree says Christmas Day is not in the Bible, but giving, caring, and love to one another is. Absolutely. And those are the good things that come out of the Christmas tradition. Not saying that it's a bad tradition. You understand what I'm saying? And just just try to separate the two issues here. Not so much that the tradition is bad. The problem is when we teach it, teach it or share it as if it is biblical. But what you're saying is know the truth behind your tradition. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Know the yeah. truth behind it for this yeah. tradition. Because we can say, we're not saying that. It's one of the few days of the year that people are more nice to each yeah. other and 
oh, you go ahead first. And, you know, mine is, you know, and all this they're back to their old self, right? And that's what Desiree said. She says that the fruit of the Spirit is in the Bible, which we should practice more than on one day a year. That's right. Like, they should be alive and working in us on a regular. All the time. That's right. That's right. So the tradition of Christmas is one thing. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with righteousness, if you right. understand what I'm saying. Right. And the okay. true story of Jesus Christ. That's right. The, the story of, of our Savior's birth is real. That's right. It's genuine. And so, you know, though, relegate the things of God to God. How he told him, was man give unto man and was God give unto God. Don't just, don't just try to meld them together. And we'll learn a few in a few minutes why that's important that we don't do that. So um, what are some of our historic traditions that you don't believe Jesus would necessarily appreciate and why? Hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Historic traditions that he would. Hmm. Halloween. Halloween could be one. What is its origin? Aha! <laughs> A whole nother story there. Hollow's Eve. Look that one up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the first one that would come to my mind. Me too. Any other? Me too. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any other. That was the first one that came to my mind, but, you know, um, um, it, it, it begs to. Um, to consider how we interpret or how we manage certain traditions. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? And that's the whole thought behind the question of, you know, of, about the dangers of trying to mix tradition and Christianity because and the word of God. And that's what the that's what the world tends to do. I just thought about Easter, which yeah. says that's the Christ um, when he rose, right? Mm-hmm. But, and but then we add um, traditions like um, 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 harmless ones, like a fun, what we call fun, the Easter egg hunt, right. the Easter bunny, right. and the dressing up, and the yeah. you know. And and it doesn't hurt anyone know, but they need to know the truth behind it, just yes. like Santa Claus. Right. Santa Claus don't have nothing to do with Christmas. Come on now. <laughs> um, oh, but, you know, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> because we're not trying to spoil anybody because it's fun. It is. You know, you know, it's a fantasy that kids, you know, just like they play and have a pretend little buddy mm-hmm. stuffed animal or something. It's fun for a while until they can come to know or uh, along with that. You know, I don't know. I'm not trying to break anybody's um, tradition. We're just talking about truth and how it's so easy to mix that in with the gospel. Right. And not only that, but see, uh, we're held to a different standard. As, As followers of Jesus Christ, we cannot go along to get along. That's what the world does. You know, mm-hmm. keeping up appearances and all that kind of a thing. Those kind of things can get us in trouble. Yeah, because we set apart. That's right. We're set apart. And we are, the Bible calls us peculiar. And I'm pretty sure the world would say the same, would agree with that. But that we are peculiar. 
But um, as we shared last week, whether we like it or not, our lives have been impressed upon by tradition. I mean, we we live for them, to be honest with you. We live for Christmas. Now people have started preparing for Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so so it's, it's, it's and, and that's what happens over time. These traditions morph into something different. You may, it may have started out as the blessed birth of our Savior, and now it's, it's, you know, how many lights can you get on your house and, you know, how big a reindeer can you put on top of your roof and things like that. You see what I'm saying? And so um, we're probably not, not watching th- this, uh, but there's a danger in that, you see, because, because the things of the spirit, realm, you know, has implications as well, okay? And so I don't think the two of them are going to meld together. As a matter of fact, I know they're not. They're not going to meld together. We we need to make sure that we delineate one from the and not try to mix them together. Uh, we considered a particular incident in Scripture last week where Jesus shed some light on this issue. So I'm going to read it again for those of you who may not have been with us last week, and I'm, I'm reading from Matthew 15. And um, and so this is how the scripture goes. It says, then some Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus at Jerusalem and asked him, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? Okay. They didn't say the tradition of the scriptures. They even said tradition of the elders. They don't wash their hands before they eat. Okay. And Jesus replied, and why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? That's what he came back with. You see, he wasn't intimidated by the conversation. He actually put it right back on them. Why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? That's right. the problem that we have to look out for. We cannot allow our tradition to cause us to break or Annul the command of God Make sure that that doesn't happen You want to wash your hands Wash your hands But don't go say God said do it mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying He goes on to say For God said Honor your father and the mother And anyone who curses their father or mother Is to be put to death That's what the scripture says But you say This is Jesus telling these Pharisees But y'all say If anyone declares That what might have been used to help their mother and father is devoted to God, and they're not honoring their mother and their father. Okay? So that's another tradition that they had in their day. Mm-hmm. They say, well, whatever we give, I can't give to my mother and father today because I got to give it to God. Mm-hmm. We've heard people say, I can't pay my rent today because I got to give it to God. Mm-hmm. And see, after you have made an agreement with the, the landlord, Gave them your word that you would pay your your rent on time, mm-hmm. but then you tell them, "Well, I can't pay you because I got to pay my, so I got to pay God first. Mm-hmm. And 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 it says, "Give Caesar what what do Caesar, Come whether on. that's the, the taxes or the landlord." But you know that's Come what on. he's saying. Yeah. So so you can't you can't exchange one for the other. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, uh, "They are not uh, uh, they are not to honor their father or mother with it." Jesus said. What you just did, you nullified the word of God for the sake of your tradition. 
Lord help us. Mm-mm. We can't go there, beloved. That We don't want to go there. We don't want to nullify the word of God for the sake of our tradition. We keep them separate. Yeah. I'm not going to raise my child to think that that Christmas is a Christian holiday or a Christian um, ordinance that we must follow because it isn't. It's a wonderful time of expression of love and giving and all that wonderful stuff. That's yep. wonderful. But it's not a requirement that God has made of any of us that we every year we go in debt trying to, you know, make people happy. It don't work that way. It says, you hypocrites. That's what Jesus called the men of his day who did that. You're a hypocrite, he said. Isaiah, Isaiah right, right, wrote in his word, he prophesied that these people, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Awesome. See, this is a heart thing. It's not a tradition thing. The tradition it's just like you celebrating your baby's birthday. You do that every year. That's what that's a tradition that we do, and we not you know ain't nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't re- require it as uh, uh, something that the the Bible says that we have to do, and we don't mix the scripture all into there. So he says these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. You see the spiritual connotations behind this. See, we, we 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 don't understand that it's more to it than meets the eye. Okay, just like Jesus had to explain uh, on the Sermon on the Mount. He said, yeah, the scripture says, uh, thou shalt not commit adultery. But Jesus said, it's deeper than that. He said, if you even look at a woman like you lusting after her, you done did it. You see what I mean? We don't, you know... They don't necessarily get all that out of that command. But what God is showing us, that his word has much more behind it than meets the eye. And a lot of times, Nadine, we, what we do is take that too literal. I mean, it's literal, you know what I mean? But what I mean is instead of, um, like you said, it's a lot more behind it, yeah. you know, we take it and then we judge ourselves from, you know, um, from that point, and uh, another point to it that may be a little more, at least for me, tangible is um, we have a plate of food in front of us, mm-hmm. and we get into a traditional habit. God is ready, God is good, and thank you for our food. Mm-hmm. Amen. And when you think about God, we think about getting that food in our belly. Correct. But the purpose of blessing it and praying over it before we eat it is, one, he's provided it for us, so we're acknowledging him for the provision. And then there's another scripture that talks about you can pray over anything and, and um, make it clean and eat it because it's okay. All things are... are um, bless you, pray uh, over your food, and bless your food. Right, but people get into a traditional habit. I mean, the second thought, I've been guilty, you know, sometimes of just, you know, oh, I ain't, I ain't crave my food saying so quick so I can eat it. But we really need to, I think even the, the lustful eye that you just talked about, is we really need to think of where our heart is when we yes, are ma'am. praying, looking, yes. whatever that is, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. That's true, Alicia, and that's the point that I'm making, that we have to go there. Uh, and 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 not be flippant about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to be neg- neglectful about uh, the things of God and how we are to handle the things of God, because you know we may we can trivialize it all we want. God doesn't. He does not. He doesn't trivialize His word. 
you know. Right. And so, but he does give us grace, thank goodness, because he knows we're stupid. We, most of that stuff we don't understand, but he right. gives us a space of time and as we get in his word and he begins to reveal things to us from a, in a spiritual nature, then we understand it. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we were, wanted to talk about, why we wanted to talk about this, as, as, as um, for me personally, um, I have issue with uh, the fact that uh, the organized church has made this tradition a religious thing. You know, and when you talk about religion, you're talking about the word of God. So if religion is something different from the word of God, then you need to tell people that. But if religion is not different from what God's word says, and you take an, a man-made tradition and bring it into a religious setting, then you're, you're, you're letting people believe that that's what it is. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. You see? So people can get get a little sidewinded by that. So in our uh, in our walk, in our Christian faith, and in our Christian walk, we want to make certain that we walk circumspectly. We want to make certain, you know, even if you don't understand it, I mean, just say you don't understand it. It's fine. God knows your heart. He knows you're not trying to be be wicked or just try, trying to defy His word. He understands those things, but He also knows that we we, you know, I thank God for His learning curve. Because he's got to teach us how to transition from uh, living in this world according to the, this culture and transitioning into living according to, the, to, to his kingdom principle. We've never done that before, so we don't know how to do it all together, but he's teaching us. And I believe this is a part of that lesson, that we learn to keep the things of the world in the world. You know, if it's a tradition, it's, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, you know, they're good traditions that, that bless people. But don't go in and tag, put Jesus' name on it. And say he said or he said do. That's right. Don't tag his name on it. If he didn't put his name on it, you don't have the right to put your, put his name on it either. You see? So that's all I'm saying. So uh, he went on to say the disciples came to him and they said, but do you know, uh, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this, you know what I'm saying? And that's what winds up happening. That's right. People get the wrong idea, and they get offended. I remember when uh, we was in Maryland, and uh, one of uh, one of the life groups we were in, and we went to one of the meetings, and one of the guys kicked us out. You know why? Because he told them that there wasn't no such thing as Santa Claus. You see, You see the kind of damage it can do to some people? You know, I don't know if he, you know, was fully cognizant of what it was, but he got really upset with us when we told him there wasn't no such thing as Santa Claus. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sorry. This he had a grown man that it wasn't Santa Claus. There and was he no such out. thing as Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. Right. So, so, so um, this is how, um, how messed up it can get. I don't know what his mother wrote, raised, you know. You don't know what he was taught. But we have to make certain that, you know, we keep things, relegate things that are God God's command to God. Yeah. And go ahead and do do your tradition, but just don't put don't tag Jesus' name onto it, okay? And so um, I thank God that we had a chance to kind of share share that. Um, and the the thing that I think that trouble that troubles me the most about uh, how Jesus felt about this mixing truth with gospel is the fact that 
It nullifies the word of God. I mean, the word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. But he says a man-made tradition could nullify it. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, I can see it, though. If you're putting it in the place of it, and so you're worshiping the traditions or whatever as opposed to Christ. And Christmas is a good example. You know, we get wrapped up in the shopping and the festivities as opposed to, because there's nothing wrong for the world to pause, because we're not, at least I'm not sure, of when he actually uh, Christ's birth was. I don't think that, you know, there's a, mm-hmm. we, we got to, it ain't totally pent down. Is what it said, right? <laughs> and so because of that, it, it, I don't think that, and I'm putting my neck out here a little bit, God has a problem with us ever worshiping him and, 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 and um, uh, uh, lifting him up and praising him and all of that stuff. As long as we know that, that that's just a man-made date that we have set aside to right. do it. Right. To say, okay, this is, you know, even Thanksgiving is based on a pilgrimage in a, a you know, the, you know, some right. of the traditions. But I know my family has turned it into a holiday where we really pause and say and acknowledge what we're thankful for, and Christ is at the center of that. Okay. Yeah. So it just depends. We're not saying that these worldly times and traditions are evil. Some of them. Um. But it's what the truth is when we and when Amen. we're um, practicing them, when we are observing them or pausing for them. And I'm right. Christ should be at the center of all of it. The truth about Christ, not right. any made up what you you know would like to be. And so, not shopping, not gift giving, not the fellowship, none of that. Christ Himself first, and then it can you know you can celebrate the life that He's given us. Exactly. And see, he he called the the Pharisees hypocrites. He said, because you worship me with your lips, but your heart is not, not with me. And so in saying that, we don't want to get involved in all that. We want to make certain that we keep, you know, keep it simple, stupid, that we know that the tradition is a tradition and the commands of God are the commands of God. And, and you, you don't mix the two. Mm-hmm. So, Cheryl says, can we talk about this next week? Because she got some questions. Oh, yes, by <laughs> all means, we are. <laughs> by all means. So, um, but anyway, let me just go ahead and close this out. We got 90 seconds. Father, we thank you for our time tonight. We pray that those, Lord God, that heard your word tonight, Lord, that they would have an understanding. We need you, Father God, to lead and guide us in the way that you would have us to go. We never want to be worshiping you with our lips and our hearts be away from you. So we thank you for what we heard. We will not be forgetful here. And we ask you to bless all those who were on the broadcast tonight. And we hope in Jesus' name that if Christ doesn't come, it doesn't come, that we'll meet together again next week. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Cheryl, write your questions down because we want to hear them. Right. As a matter of fact, <laughs> text them to us or email them. Bring back next week for sure. Amen. All right, darling. Thank you all so much for visiting us with, with today. God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next Tuesday, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. The creek don't rise. <laughs> Love you, darling. Take care, Alicia. Good night, all. Bye, Good night. Good night.